Hello, everyone. Welcome back to uh, New Mutants June. <laughs> Maybe into July. I don't know how long we're going to be talking about these guys. Uh, oh my god. I just remembered last week when we said that we were going to talk about New Mutants all of June, and then I was like, mm-hmm. then it's going to be my birthday month. I... I was born in August. I completely forgot July existed. <laughs> it's fine. We all, everyone just don't do anything for all of July. What is the calendar, really? What, who, uh, who can say? Um, anyways, uh, welcome back, welcome back to June Mutants. Um, we have got to talk about our friend, Doug Ramsey. Our beautiful boy, Doug. Our beautiful, our sweet little boy. Our good little lad, Doug Ramsey. (laughs) Oh boy, he's really, he's just, he's just a lad who's doing his best. Can I just say, Um, straight off the bat, I'm sure that you're gonna go over part of this, but I just love how Doug Ramsey started out as like, the non-mutant friend and then he was like oh i do have mutant powers actually it's very much like adopting a quote-unquote straight person into your queer friend group and then they realize that they are also queer absolutely that energy (laughs) it's just so much that it's god it really is um, I brought my friend Doug to Pride, and then he was like, wait, shit, I feel really comfortable here. <laughs> wait, this is really affirming for me. Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I think Holy I'm gonna shit. merge with an alien creature. <laughs> is that cool? Um, yeah, so, uh, Doug Ramsey, uh, aka Cypher, um, we- have mentioned Doug a couple times in previous New Mutants episodes. Um, if you are familiar at all with Doug, you will know that uh, we cannot talk about Doug without also talking about Warlock. Um, even more so than, like, we did Rain and Danny, and it's like, well, if we're going to talk about Danny, we got to talk about Rain. But, like, you can understand Danny and Rain separately. Doug and Warlock are kind of incomprehensible without each other. Look, there comes a certain time mm-hmm. when you fuse your body with your best friends. Uh, yeah, like we've all done. It's normal. And then you literally cannot talk about one without the other, without missing, like, a huge chunk. Like, <laughs> I suppose it would be taught possible to talk about Doug without Warlock for a very brief period, but when Warlock is introduced, Doug is already there. Yeah, that's, it's, it's, Doug is already there, and Doug is kind of instrumental in, you know, getting Warlock to be on the team and not destroying things. Yeah. Um, so. Doug, what a weird little nerd. Um, so obviously we're gonna talk about Warlock 
next week. But in some respects, you could probably consider this like a two-part episode. <laughs> it's a um, it's a two-part episode. This is Douglock part one, and next week will be yeah. Douglock part two. It just depends on which part of Douglock we are focusing on. Absolutely. Two sides of the um, same damn coin. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, Doug was first introduced in, uh, 1984, um, written by Chris Claremont and drawn by, uh, Sal Bushima. And as mentioned, he was initially introduced not as a member of the New Mutants, not as a member of any X-Men team, not as a mutant at all, uh, but as a normal human friend of Kitty Pride. Uh the two of them were uh the same age. They like he lived nearby. I think like his like his dad was a lawyer who liked helped Xavier found the school with like the legal stuff. Did not know that it was a superhero school. Um just like a a school for gifted youngsters. Um and, uh, the two of them, uh, hit it off because they both, uh, are interested in, uh, computers, video games, nerd shit. Um, <laughs> it's like the 80s, so this is kind of like a more obscure interest than it would be now. Um, imagine a current comics character being like, oh my god, you like video games? <laughs> I also I know, like right? video games. We're friends now. We're like... friends now. Finally someone I can talk to about video games. Finally um, somebody that I can speak to on the subject of video games. At last. Um, yeah, so Doug is really, uh, really proficient with uh, coding and, like, writing software. Like, really proficient. Like, kind of weirdly proficient. Um, He's kind of strangely good at this. (laughs) Kind of, like, weirdly, like, way more than most people. Um, at some point, um, Xavier says that he, like, thinks Doug might be a mutant, but he's not (laughs) sure. He's just getting kind of a vibe. Um, again... (laughs) <laughs> the allegory. <laughs> hey, we saw you across the bar. We really like your vibe. Do you want to join our mutant school? Yeah. Um. We saw you coding, and you're really good at <laughs> languages? Mm-hmm. Perhaps? <laughs> you know Python um. and C++. That's all I know about software. <laughs> that's honestly, that's more than I know, pretty much, so... Neither of us have this secret mutant power. No, um, I wish I did. I would make so many websites. <laughs> websites as far as the eye can see. Um, so, yeah, he's initially introduced, like, partly to be this kind of, you know, like, source of character development for Kitty, so we, like, get to see her, you know, interacting with people who, like, aren't mutants and, like, engaging with, like, (laughs) other interests. Um, People who aren't mutants. That they know of. That they know of. 
as far as they know, for now. Um, and also, it's, like, kind of some, like, tension thrown into her, like, relationship with uh, Colossus, who I think had, like, he, like, went to space or something and, like, started dating an alien. Some stuff happened. Um, and now he's like, oh, no, Kitty's, like, hanging out with this boy who's, like, you know... Age appropriate. Age appropriate. And, (laughs) like, maybe they have, like, you know, feelings for each other. Um, And I think, like, it's, like, alluded to a couple times, like, oh, maybe. Uh, And then I think at some point Doug admits to having a crush on Kitty that Kitty doesn't ultimately reciprocate. But they're they're still friends. I mean, who Um, wouldn't have a crush on Kitty? I know we've said this before, but, like, who wouldn't? Who wouldn't? Um... At some point, uh, Emma offers Doug a scholarship to her Massachusetts Academy, uh, which has both mutant and non-mutant students, uh, doing so as, like, basically a scheme to ultimately kidnap Kitty, um, because she knows that, like, Kitty's his friend and she'll come with him when he tours the school, um, Kitty thinks Emma is, like, dead or in a coma or something at this point, but she's, like, secretly alive, and then she's like, aha, and she, like, captures Kitty. <laughs> I, I'm assuming for her, like, ongoing belief that if you kidnap somebody at your school, they have to go to your school now. <laughs> <laughs> she keeps doing this. Emma, that's not how it works. That's not how you can't it works. just auto, like, you can't just like make someone go to your school and then enroll them and then be all like haha you're here now you're here now I've ca- I've captured the new mutants and now you're all students at my school like Emma no um he um obviously Kitty gets rescued um Emma wipes Doug's memory of seeing any mutant related stuff um but. That, uh, doesn't last very long, uh, because the new mutants need Doug's help, uh, because (laughs) this weird techno-alien shows up, and they're like... Who do we know that's good at computers? (laughs) We know, listen, we gotta get this guy who's good at computers. He's he's gonna be able to handle this. This look this guy is made of computers, it looks like. <laughs> um it's like it's it's genuine like given the circumstances, Doug handles it pretty well. The new mutants get him and they're like, hey bud, there's this weird alien on the loose. Also we all have superpowers, <laughs> and we're a secret superhero team, and we need you to talk to this alien. Um, there's like one, um, like one panel where Doug's like somewhat freaking out about this again. Probably not as much as like I would be freaking out in this situation. Yeah. But like Doug's kind of freaking out. Sam goes like. You seem upset, and Doug's like, really? Do I see? I can't imagine right now what would be making me upset. 
I have no idea why that would be. Samuel, come on. Come on. Um, anyways, so this, uh, this w- weird computer-looking alien is a, a being called Warlock, and, uh, Doug is able to communicate with him in his language. Gets really um, excited about it, too. <laughs> gets gets really excited about it. Huge um, nerd that he is, talking to a yeah. computer. Yeah, forgets about how stressful this situation is. Um, has, like, a, a, a very sweet moment where he realizes, like, Warlock is, like, in trouble and dying, and he's like, what are we gonna do about it? And the New Mutants are like, what? He's like, we gotta help this guy! Um, They're like, he's been, like, sucking the life energy out of things. And he's like, yeah, because he's dying. We gotta figure something out. He's dying, he just told me. Um, And, uh, (laughs) discovers, Doug discovers that, uh, he does, he is a mutant. Professor X's vibe was correct. Um, he does, in fact, have the mutant ability to, uh, understand any language. Um, like, written, spoken, uh, at, like, some point they, like, add in, like, also he could, like, flawlessly interpret body language. And I am like, that's a little bit silly. Body language is, like, very subjective. And then I'm like, well, language can also be subjective. You know, like, there's, like, idioms and, like, words that don't have a direct translation and, like, connotations of meaning and stuff like that. So, like, I guess. Um, and uh, it does also extend to his, you know, proficiency with, like, coding and, you know, computer languages uh, and all of that. Um, and he's been doing this his whole life. I mean, not his whole life. I don't think he's, I don't know when the power showed up, but he has been doing it with his, like, coding stuff. Just, like, not even consciously. Like, it's not, it's not like a a process he has to go through in his mind. He just, like, understands stuff. He's just Um, very good at languages. It's fine. He's just really good at them in a, a normal way. Um, so... Like, you gotta know, like, I feel like this would have come up so much faster if Doug Ramsey, like, ever went somewhere that did not primarily speak English. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Like, imagine he just, like, studied abroad, and then (laughs) he's just, like, all of a sudden just like, huh, turns out I can perfectly understand French. (laughs) (laughs) that's probably not normal (laughs) weird i did not study french um i should not know this and then like he crosses over into spain and he's like weird i also (laughs) understand spanish huh (laughs) um so he he, like uh... leaves his town and like comes across somebody and he's like hmm do how do I know Tagalog? <laughs> Interesting. That's definitely not something I've really encountered in my day-to-day life. Okay. Hmm. Um, 
God. Uh, so after uh, Doug helps communicate with Warlock, uh, and they help him, the two of them both join the New Mutants uh, and become extremely, extremely, extremely close. <laughs> um, hmm. I mean, How- largely because... How how close how close would we say here? Sharing the same body sometimes, perhaps. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, like literally, probably about as close as it is possible for two beings to be. Um, maybe about that close. Uh, you know, like Warlock is obviously like very attached to Doug because like Doug was so instrumental in helping to save him, and also like can communicate with him the most easily. Like, Doug feels like he, like, connects with Warlock because he's, like, you know, very, like, adept with computers um, and can kind of, you know, understand, like, Warlock's sort of, like, not entirely human ways of thinking. Um, Just, like, really, really, really extremely close. Um, Here is... The thing about Doug being on the New Mutants. Um, this is not, this is a thing that's brought up in the text of New Mutants itself. This is not like a, you know, my brilliant insight. Um, there are a lot of mutant powers that you can have that don't necessarily mean that you should be an (laughs) X-Man. Even, (laughs) Like, Doug's power, which is objectively extremely useful in a lot of situations, and would be, like, extremely well-served if, like, he could go be, like, on, like, a, like, doing, like, what, like, Moira McTaggart does or something, like, being on, like, a kind of, like, X-Men support squad, or if he wanted to do non-X-Man tasks. He would be the X-Man's oracle. Yeah, exactly. Um, like, especially, like... However, because they're all friends, they all go in this together. They all do things together. Um, and Doug still ends up being extremely helpful in a lot of situations. It's just that a lot of times the situation is, like, Get Doug from point A to point B alive so that he can solve the problem at the end of all of these things that are trying to kill us. Yeah. And then, like, Um, Doug in here is like, I don't feel useful because, like, y'all are out here punching things and hitting things with swords and, like, I'm over here like, ooh, we're on an alien spaceship, and I can figure out what button makes it go, because they're yeah. labeled. <laughs> yeah, like, Doug, like, Doug should be on the X-Men. He should just not, probably not be on the part of the X-Men that's, like, a paramilitary vigilante squad. He should be on the part of the X-Men where he can, like, use his abilities to, like, solve problems. But this this is where Warlock comes in. Yes! Because he gets so, to run around with Warlock like a mech suit. Yeah! So, I guess 
what this gives us, um, besides giving Doug a s- severe inferiority complex, because he's, again, in a situation that's not best suited for him, um, he is able to bond to Warlock, and Warlock can, uh, protect him like a mech suit. <laughs> um, with, like, at, like, there's, like, one point where, like, um, Doug, like, lends some of his, like, life force to Warlock to, like, he save sure him does, after he gets buddy. hurt. Um, and they, uh, God, and it's so, it's, like, really, it's, like, he, um, Warlock's, like, are, I mean, are you sure? Uh, because it's, like, you know, there's, like, a danger to this, and, like, you know, if you, like, the more we kind of, like, meld together, the more in danger you are of, like, losing your own identity and, like, being, like, permanently infected, blah, 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 this, and Doug's like, well, you're my friend, and I want to <laughs> help you. Doug's like, let's um, fucking do it. <laughs> let's fucking go, baby. Um, which, like, honestly... Honestly, I will say this about Doug Ramsey. If a uh, techno alien was like, hey, if you keep doing this, you might potentially become partly a techno alien forever. I'd be like, oh, no, I'd hate that. (laughs) Um, God, I remember that like a little bit after that, they did a... There was, like, a comics panel, which was inscrutable to me. And also, this is probably getting into spoilers for later in the episode, but it's inscrutable to me that, like, he had, like, Doug is looking into a mirror, and then it, like, flashes forward, like, through the pupil of his eyeball and, like, goes into his brain, and it looks all mechanical in there. And then, like, not very long later, he legitimately dies. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, but what about that thing with, like, the warlock techno virus stuff in his brain? Like, he's gonna come back, right? And they're like, no, he's dead. He's dead now. Like, for real dead. Like, he's not coming back. And I'm like, oh, that's an interesting choice to have these two things put right together. But I guess, um, I don't remember if they were written by different people or if the creative team changed in between those two things. But I'm like, this feels weird and incongruous with where the story (laughs) was seeming to be headed um yes i do i i do have uh something to say to that point um but uh uh yeah so yeah so doug and warlock uh fused together (laughs) multiple times and then unfuse but still remain sort of connected to each other. And there's this, like, ongoing sort of, like, thread of, like, oh, the more you do this, like, the more, like, dangerous it becomes. Um, But, like, sometimes, like, Warlock, like, needs to do it to protect Doug from something that wants to kill him. And sometimes, like, you know, Doug wants to do it so he can be, like, more, like, helpful. Um, It's just, it's, it's just, they just really... They just really are like it, are like this. Um, so, so he, so he, so here's the thing. Um, a lot of comics readers were not big fans of Doug. 
That's um, honestly rude of them. It's honestly extremely disrespectful. That is my son. <laughs> like, you Be are nice going to, to like my son. He is good at you languages, going... and he is self-doubtful, and... <laughs> you are going to love and respect my son, or so help me God. Um, but apparently, um, according to Louise Simonson, who was like, writing uh new mutants in like the late 80s they were getting um a ton of letters from people uh who hated doug didn't want him on the team thought he was like useless and annoying in fights um what if this was like the same thing as the um phone line to kill and Jason, Jason yeah. Todd, and it's just exactly. the same person over and over and over. <laughs> yeah, just signing their letters with different names. The one of the like truly crazy things is Doug dies the same year as Jason Todd, and what if it's for the same the person, same, the same guy, <laughs> the same guy, just really I, hates Doug Ramsey and really hates Jason Todd, and just did like yeah. a one man hate campaign to get both of these teens killed. They're like, I hate how Doug Ramsey is like too passive and doesn't do enough in fights. They're like, but also I hate how Jason Todd does too much stuff and is too aggressive. <laughs> I, I just think you hate teens. I think you just hate teens having emotions. Was um, it Dan DiDio? <laughs> writing the letters? Yeah. <laughs> Young Dan DiDio like, oh, these teens are making me so mad. And then he's like, maybe it would be easier if I just got into comics and had influence be... from the inside. Yeah, maybe if I became DC's editor-in-chief, I could finally destroy these teens. <laughs> and then every single year he tried to kill Nightwing, and every single year everyone went, no, Dan. <laughs> um, God. Uh, so they were getting all of, all of this anti-Doug hate. Um... I, like, there's also an aspect of this that's, like, like, going into the early 90s, um, the concept of, like, a hacker character, uh, was, like, pretty popular, but nobody actually understood what hacking <laughs> was, um, which is why you get so many extremely funny panels of Tim Drake just saying nonsense words, um... <laughs> And there's also, there's a character, like, a little bit similar to this, um, on Teen Titans in, like, the late 80s, early 90s, uh, named Danny Chase, I think, uh, notable because, uh, he is the person to, uh, inform Nightwing that Jason Todd died. Um. <laughs> it's all connected. <laughs> it's all connected, baby. Um, but he was also, like, he had, like... Some, like, minor kind of, like, psychic powers, but he was, like, mostly, like, a hacker, uh, and people hated his guts. <laughs> um, from what I could tell, he was objectively more annoying than Doug, uh, but, like, people hated this guy. I <laughs> find it funny real... that this is just, like, one inst- like, one of the few instances of people just hating 
of blonde hair, blue eye, white boy so much. <laughs> Usually yeah. comics are like, no, 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 no. That's our son. Yeah, we, you can't take this blonde hair, blue eye, white boy away from us. Um, it's also, like, interesting on the New Mutants, which are, like, like a very... I mean, like an ethnically diverse group, but a, also on top of that, like a, a pretty visually diverse group. Diverse group. For like um, the 80s, a pretty diverse yeah. group, especially to be yeah. popular. And then the one character that people hate is the white boy. <laughs> oh my god, if Tumblr were around in the 80s, that would be the Blorbo. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. <laughs> For sure. Um, Doug would die and the internet would have a fit. Like, people would be going bananas over the soft boy. Oh my Um, god. It's like, no, you don't understand. He has self-doubt and he thinks that he's not useful to the team. And also he's he's got this weird thing going on with the techno space alien. He's fucking soul bonded to a cybernetic alien. With an alien! Warlock calls himself Soul Friend! He sure does, buddy. <laughs> Insane. Okay. Self Soul Friend um, Doug Ramsey. Yeah, you know, normal things to say about. He doesn't say that about anybody else. No. He calls no. Up the other mutants Self Friend. No, yeah, Doug is his soulmate, is the thing. He's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh my god. Hey, Doug's like, we sure are, buddy. Yep. You got it. Also, while this looking for regular. pictures of Doug, I did find a very gay panel from a comic that I have not yet read. Oh and I'm boy. just like, I don't know what this is or what's happening, but it's very gay. Oh, I, I you know, I just uh, paused to look at our chat to yep. open this up. Yep, and yep, yep. It is gay as hell. Does he have the soul sword? What's going on? I don't know what's happening. Or what it's from, but it's very <laughs> quite gay. Readers, listeners, viewers, friends, um, family. Yeah. Anyway, I am having a really hard time finding a picture of just Doug. Yeah, that's that's the problem. You're gonna keep having a hard time. <laughs> I'm like, please, I need this for the episode art. Oh my god. Um, okay. Okay. Anyways, so the, Lu- Louis Simonson is getting all these uh, notes about how people don't like Doug. They want him dead. Um, she also said at, like, in one interview that, like, also, um, the artists weren't really fond of him because it's, like, he was not interesting to draw because he was, like, the most generic-looking one there, and, like, he was always just kind of standing around. Um, He was a little white boy not doing anything. I get it. (laughs) Yeah. Um, which, I mean, like, if I was an artist and I had to draw Warlock, I would at some point be like, oh, thank god, now I can just draw a normal little guy. (laughs) Um, but I, I, I get it. So, According to her, uh, she was like, she planned to kill off Doug as sort of like, like a, a, a play, basically. Like, she's like, okay, I'm going to kill him off. I'm going to have, I have a plan to bring him back. 
which I would obviously be, you know, the warlock brain stuff yeah. going on. Um, and she's like, I'll kill him off. And then, you know, people are going to be like, wait, we didn't mean kill him for real. And I'll be like, okay, and I'll bring him back. Um, so. <laughs> Were people just like, yay, he's dead? Like, the thing, she says that, like, they got letters after he died where people were, like, upset about it. So I don't know why he didn't come back immediately. Like, maybe there was, like, you know, what like, a creative team change or something. Editorial um, problems. Yeah, as as usual. But what happens is that the, uh, uh, X-Men go to fight the, I mean, the New Mutants go to fight the Animator. Um, who's, like, making all these, like, weird, like, mutant genetic hybrids. Um, they, like, they rescue this, uh, this bird, this bird person named Birdbrain. They name him Birdbrain. It's not... They they name him Birdbrain. It's not, it's it's not his Christian name. (laughs) He He did not pick this name for himself. Um, and Doug's the only one he... that can talk to him. <laughs> Doug's the only one who can talk to him, and he's mad that he's, like, bonding with Rain. Um, Doug and Rain are, like, d- dating briefly. <coughs> um, like, again, <laughs> both of them and their very normal heterosexual relationship that they're having. Um, when they uh, go to... Fight the animator. Um, Doug is like, okay, I'm I'm not I'm not gonna get involved. I'm not gonna put myself in danger. I'm gonna be okay with just hanging back until I'm needed. And then the animator tries to shoot Rain, uh, and Doug jumps in front of the bullet. Uh and he dies. But they don't realize he's dead, like, when it happens. It's like, he gets shot, and Rain either, like, doesn't realize he got shot, or, like, doesn't realize it was, like, fatal, and she, like, moves past him, like, oh, Doug, you gotta stay out of the way, you're gonna get hurt, and he's, like, dies <laughs> He's He's dying, okay, okay, but, like, he's dying, and he's like, don't worry, I'll never do it again. <laughs> Oh my god! She's like, it's dangerous. Get back! I can handle this alone. <laughs> what did you think <sighs> you were doing? And he's like, I'll never do it again. As he's dying, it and I'm like, that dies rough. It's sad. And then they find his body like way later after they're done fighting. They're like, and like where's, where's Doug? <laughs> where Doug go? And he's dead. He's dead on the ground, and then it's like fucking like Warlock like doesn't understand get it. that he's dead. Yeah, he doesn't get like he doesn't they comprehend have, death. They have to explain to Warlock that he's dead. It's like so like he tries to like, like lend him his Doug's... life glow. Like hey, oh my god, I you lent me some of your life glow, I'll give you some of my life glow, and then you'll be better. And they're like, that's yeah. that's not how it works. And then yeah, there's a fucking, after that, a terrifying, God, the fucking weekend at Bernie's that oh Warlock breathes so gone. And everybody's like, oh, God, no. 
Oh this is my the God. worst thing that you could ever do. It's so, so bad and upsetting. Like, like, that's so sad. Fucking, like, like, Grog holding Scanlan's body going, fix him. Like, yeah. Jesus <laughs> Christ. Um, um, so all of that wicked, super, uh, depressing stuff happens. Um, and then Doug is dead up until, like, the late 2000s. Um, there's, so... Warlock dies not too long after Doug dies, um, during the, like, uh, Genosha storyline, um, and then Warlock gets resurrected by, um, a group of aliens who are sort of the same, but also sort of different from the aliens that, uh, Warlock is from. And they resurrect Warlock with, like, Doug's, like, appearance and memories, um, trying to, like, basically, like, infiltrate the X-Men by being like, it's me, Doug, I'm alive and normal. Um... But the, like, the confusing thing is, it is Warlock, but he doesn't realize that because he has Doug's memories, and also because, like, Doug and Warlock fucking fuse together so many times that it's like, this is, this is normal. Like, I'm, I am Warlock. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, so he thinks that he's, like, some, like, some sort of fusion of Doug and Warlock, like, has happened so many times in the past, um, and joins Excalibur, um, and then, like, eventually learns what's really going on, um, and, uh, Warlock, like, holds on to Doug's, like, memories that he has, but, like, starts identifying as, like, back just Warlock. Um, when Doug properly comes back, um, it's, uh, when the, uh, cool, uh, evil vampire witch goddess Selene, um, resurrects a bunch of mutants using the techno-organic virus, um, to basically, like, be her, like, undead servants while she's, like, rebuilding Genosha in, like, her own image. And she calls it Necrotia. So, uh, Doug gets brought back by her and Eli Bard and sent to go, uh, attack the X-Men. Um, but, uh, the New Mutants managed to, uh, reverse, uh, the, like, evil programming, uh, that Celine did to him. Um, I think it's, like, I think he maybe kills Warlock while he's evil, but I don't, if he does kill him, it does not last very long. (laughs) 
Um, so it's fine. Um, so after that, um, Doug is alive again. Um, he has the, like, being, uh, infected with the virus, like, somehow, like, kind of, like, amplified his powers, and it's like, oh, now he can, like, read people's, like, moves in combat and, like, know what they're gonna do next. Um, and they have, like, at one point, they're like, oh, he can read architecture and, like, understand how a building works. Um, Weird. It's like, okay. Um, Is architecture a language, X-Men? I- I I would not say so, but he uh stays with the uh X-Men and the New Mutants um after uh skiz- after uh Logan and Cyclops have their like big big fight um they get divorced. The New Mutant they get divorced. Um the New Mutants kind of keep doing their own thing but like uh sort of report to, like, Cyclops. Um, there's this, like, whole, like, weird... There's, like, a, a plot line where, like, uh, I, like, Shion and Sam from the future are, like, in the future, like, Doug and Warlock have fused together and become, like, a dictator because they want to protect people too hard. <laughs> um... <laughs> So they they have to uh figure out how to stop that. He uh is on X Factor with Warlock um after uh Wolverine dies. There's this like weird like one of the like hunt for Wolverine like mini series involves like like, uh, Daredevil and Misty Knight track him down for help, and it's like, oh yeah, Doug, like, um, decided to, like, translate the whole internet, but then he got, like, hyper fixated on it, and he couldn't stop, and he's just been, like, living in a, like, weird, like, hermit hut, just, like, translating the internet nonstop. Um, so they go and they get his help with finding Wolverine. Um, he almost gets killed, but they save him. Um, and then, uh, after this, he, like, shows up very briefly, uh, in Daredevil, um, where, uh, Matt reaches out for him to help to, uh, try and, like, take down, like, Fisk after Fisk becomes the mayor. Um, currently, uh, in the present X-Men timeline with everything that's going on, uh, Doug has become very, very important, uh, because, so at, as we've talked about, uh, several times before, currently all of the X-Men are living on a sentient island called Krakoa, and they formed, like, a X-Men utopian community, um, and, a mutant utopian community, not just, like, X-Men. Um, and also, uh, all mutants who die can be brought back to life, uh, indefinitely. Um, Doug is here because Doug, I mean, 
Doug is here because everybody's here. Doug <laughs> is important here because he can ask. <laughs> Doug is here because everybody's here. This is where all his friends are. Yeah, all of his all of his very good friends. Um, he is able to use his powers to communicate with the island. Um, and he's the only one who can. So Because nobody else speaks island. <laughs> nobody else speaks island. Um he like when the kind of like X-Men council is like making all of their decisions um doug is the one who speaks on behalf of krakoa and what uh krakoa feels and wants and like thinks would be best in the situation so there's this like there's this very fun vibe it's like krakoa sort of like manifests as this like big tree with a face so it's like you have like the X-Men, like the the Quiet Council is what it's called. And they're sitting at this like big round table and these like big fancy like, you know, futuristic looking chairs. Um, and then on the side of the room, there's this big, big tree with a face. And Doug is just like sitting in the branches, just like hanging out. Like that's just his vibe is he just hangs out in this big tree. And then sometimes he goes like, uh, the tree says this. <laughs> <laughs> it 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 is it is great. It rules. Um he suspects that um Xavier might be up to some shady stuff. So he uh fuses with Warlock as he loves to do. Um his favorite pastime. His favorite pastime is to soul bond with um this this soft alien. Um he he goes like, yep, uh, we're fused together and uh, we can't undo it now. We're just going to be fused forever. And because <laughs> so of they the got way married. that Doug and... Yeah, they got married. Because of the way that Doug and Warlock have been their whole lives, everybody's like, yeah, I mean, that tracks, so sure. <laughs> They're just like, oh, um, you got gay alien married. Good for you. Yeah. Um. So he has, like, Warlock... Basically, he fuses with Warlock, and then Warlock is able to basically, like, also kind of, like, fuse with Krakoa. So, uh, in addition to communicating with the island itself, Doug can, like, know basically everything that's going on all the time. Oh my god, Doug. And of course Warlock just goes along with this, because he really, really, really trusts Doug. Of course he really, really trusts Doug. And, like, to be fair, Doug is correct. Uh, Xavier is up to some, like, very shady stuff, um, and nobody else knows it except for Doug, uh, and he, um, he uses this to, uh, he finds out that, um, Mystique and Destiny are trying to kill Moira McTaggart, and he stops them, um, from killing her. They do, they do, um, they man, they, like, depower her um and Doug's like okay Moira is also up to some shady shit so I'm going to let them depower her but then I'm going to intervene before they can kill her because I don't want them to kill her Doug that's Um, kind of shady of yourself you know yeah 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 are you fighting fire with fire here come on man yeah um, would it not be simpler to like get the new mutants together and say like hey I think that 
Xavier's up to some shady shit, and also Mystique and Destiny are up to some shady shit, and we should probably do something about it. Um, this is a good point. Doug, talk, talk to your friends, Douglas. Um, he, uh, plays a role in the Sabretooth comic, uh, because Sabretooth, uh, is basically, basically sent to forever hell prison, um, by the X-Men Council, um, and Doug comes to, like, talk to him, and is like, hey, so I've been talking to Krakoa, and me and Krakoa both think that was pretty harsh. Me um, and Krakoa saw you across the bar. <laughs> we like your yeah. vibe. Um, and Doug's like, so I can't get you out of here, but I can give you mental control of this realm. So you're not just, you know, in an endless oblivion forever. Um, which I'm sure will work out very well for everybody. But listen, prison is bad. So he was he is correct about that. Um <laughs> he's like, hey, me and Krakoa both believe in prison abolition. Unfortunately, yeah. we have no way to get you out of here. Yeah. But we can um, make it less prisony. <laughs> he also in one of the wildest things, that in this very wild list of things that have happened with Doug very recently, maybe the wildest is that he gets arranged, married, um, with a, uh, a Martian mutant named Bay the Blood Moon, um, because there's this tournament between, uh, Krakoa and Mars, now called Arako, because mutants have terraformed it, and they're like, also, we have a mutant utopia on Mars. Um, so they have, there's like a tournament between the two of them, and, uh, Doug and Bay, uh, are in the ring together, assuming they're gonna have to fight, and then it's like, you both have to get married, and if you get married, both of your teams get a point. Um, (laughs) What happens if they don't get married? I don't know. Maybe they die. <laughs> um, Get married or die. Well, shit. What, so, what if Doug was like, I'm already married? I'm, I I did this whole gay alien marriage thing. Um, Would you accept marrying both me and Warlock? Um, I mean, apparently she does, because they do get married, and they are still married, and it seems to be going fine. Um, okay. Uh, Bay does not, uh, use language, um, which is, uh, I don't, because they've established that he can also read body language, and it's like, she must have some kind of body language, but she does not use spoken or written language, so it's like this kind, it's a new thing for Doug, where he, for once in his life, cannot communicate with somebody. And he's like, this is a little new and exciting. And she <laughs> seems fond of him, so they're just vibing, I guess. She's like, look at this weird little man. I'm down with this. He's nice. <laughs> Warlock is apparently a little bit scared of her, um, but that's, like, I mean, she's a, a huge, powerful alien, so... Also, she's married to his soulmate. 
So she's married to his soulmate. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Um, wow. I love Doug. I'm, I was like getting like, I was like getting like a little like worked up, like doing Doug research. And I was like, this is exactly the same time last year that we talked about Richter and Shatterstar. And then I like lost my mind for like six months. I'm like, please, please, I can't do this again. But it is like, you're like so extremely right that if Doug had like shown up like what whatever like 10 20 years later like people would be going berserk for this guy. Like he would be the Tumblr sex man, which I okay, I came across um I'm going to I'm going to send you the um the album, the 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 cover, the cover image for this episode, and I just want you to look at the picture of Doug on the left versus the pictures I'm, of Doug on the right. I'm really. <laughs> oh my god, the Tumblrification of Doug Ramsey. <laughs> like he's in the original, like in the New Mutants run. Oh, where he first shows up, he's like a weird little nerd gremlin man who's like, ho ho ho, I'm about to run the gamut on my friends in Xavier's little <laughs> practice fighting pit. Yeah. Because I know how um, all the computer work. <laughs> <laughs> and then like on the left, he's got like a cool metal arm and he's got like his yes. hand tucked into his belt and like a little yeah. like jacket thing a sleeveless jacket and it's like yeah so he's like coolly like leaning against a wall and it's like sir sir yes where that did is, your weird um... nerd boy energy go <laughs> who is this new cool doug ramsey new cool doug ramsey it's instrumental like when... to the it's like when they made it's like when they made Namor young and hot. Yeah. <laughs> Why did you do um, this comics? He was fine the way he was. Um I mean, to be fair, I I've 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 seen I've seen him around in some of the current stuff. He does not usually look like this. <laughs> he does he does have the cool he does have a, a warlock arm now to you know, because he's they're married. They're married. Because they got married and we're all very happy for them. Um, also, at one point, I didn't mention this. I wasn't sure where to put it in. At one point, he does have sex with Danger, the robot, the Danger Room when she became a robot woman. He has. He does have sex with her. So that's just something that happened, I guess. <laughs> um, that's just something that Doug Ramsey has done. That's just one of the many things that Doug Ramsey has accomplished in his life. We're all very proud of him. Um, wow. Love this boy. I love this weird little man. I love this 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 sad little man. Um, holy I shit. I find uh, it so funny that he went from, like, I don't, like, what do I contribute to this team? I feel so useless to being like the voice of the island that all the mutants yes. live on. I am <laughs> so genuinely proud of him. Good for you, Doug. Um, 
You, um, we both read some comics. I read uh, a singular comic. Yes. Although, but we both, although we, it is an anthology comic, so I guess I read several short comics. Yeah, we, we both read them. Um, so yes, the, uh, DC Pride, uh, anthology for this year came out this past week. Um, we both read it. Uh, you had ratings for each of the stories. I did not. I took notes. (laughs) Oh. Because I have a terrible brain, and I'm like, I'm not gonna remember all of my opinions about all of these, and instead of me being all like, uh, flipping through the comic book like, uh... (laughs) Flipping through the comic book like I'm doing right now, like, here they are, my friends. Um... I did I did take notes. Um the intro did make me tear up. Um <laughs> from Nicole Mayans. <laughs> right off the bat. Yeah, yeah. Like, God, the thing she said about like what her dad says, that like the true mm-hmm. heroes are the kids who wake up and go to school every day knowing it's gonna be terrible, like No, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that that one really got me. <laughs> Thank you, Nicole Baines' dad. <laughs> thank you, Nicole Baines, for telling us the story about your dad. Yeah, thank you. Um, and then the first the first story, right off the bat, is the Superboy one, and he does take Damien to Pride. He does take Damien to Pride. <laughs> um, they have that whole bit where Damien is like, I'm bringing smoke bombs and stuff. And John's like, no, you're not. And I'm like, I mean, like, it's a cute bit, but I'm like, okay, I I think Damien at this point would know not to bring smoke bombs to Pride. I feel like Damien, this is a little joke that Damien is saying just for himself. Yes, I'm choosing to believe this. I'm choosing to believe he's pulling a fun prank on his beloved friend. He's like, oh yeah, Um, I'm ready for pride. I've got smoke bombs, I've got crowd control, like, I've got nets, I've got a taser, I've got... And John's like, shut up. (laughs) Let's go. Also, I'm a bit behind on Superman comic, but Mm -hmm. um, I really 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 hope that somewhere in superman comic that it's on panel where uh because in this comic in 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 dc pride 2022 story super pride by devin grayson and nick robles (laughs) um dave john's boyfriend jay knows damien's secret identity and i need to see this on panel, I need to see the meat. Yes. I need to see because <laughs> I imagine it's just like, "Hey, Damien, do you want to meet my boyfriend?" And Damien's like, "Yes," except I've right. already met him because I went to his house in the middle of the night and threatened him. Yes, and I absolutely. gave him the shovel talk. But yes, now I will meet him as your good friend, Damien. <laughs> Um, um it i i did i did get a little bit um emotional about 
John being like, oh, I don't know, like, I, I, can't, I can't go to Pride and be on a float as Superman. I was just gonna go as, you know, John Kent. Like, what would my dad think? And Damien's just like, well, obviously he would like it. <laughs> yeah. Obviously sweet. he would be proud of you. <laughs> it would be you being you, truest to yourself. Obviously he would be down. <laughs> Damien's like your dad was like my dad as well. <laughs> Come on. Uh it did it did feel this is the one where it did have the straight pride flag also sewn onto John's cape which like J J buddy in 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 the fiction why would you put this here? Uh creative team out of the fiction why would you put this here? It yes. doesn't make sense. Also, the story overall kind of, like, felt a bit, um, like, kind of basic. I mean, like, yeah, it's an yeah. anthology. You only have so much time to tell what you're telling. But it did seem kind of basic. But it did still get an 8 out of 10 just for the concept of John taking Damien to a pride parade. <laughs> the, the concept itself was strong enough for an 8 out of 10 on my my arbitrary scale <laughs> um did you have anything else to say about super super boy pride parade no no we're good all right the next one is confessions which is the nubia io story which um i I don't know if it's just a clever framing device of having it be, like, an old comic book issue as the flashback, or if that's an actual issue that exists from 1991. I think it's a framing device. It is very good. Oh. Um, yes. I love that Bard is like, hey, Nubia, you're from the same place as Wonder Woman, right? Cool. Do you want to help me with a wrestling tournament for charity? I I wish this one was longer, honestly. It's it's very cute. I love Io and Nubia. I love Barda. I love wrestling. Nine out of ten. It it only loses a point because I do want a whole arc of this and not just one little thing. I do want more of this. It was too short in my opinion. Um and then the one after this is Think of Me, LexCorp presents Phantom of the Opera. <laughs> I was so excited it was an actual Phantom of the Opera thing. <laughs> and, like, I do love the, like, that there's no dialogue until the end, and it's just Connor writing this letter to his mom about coming out as Ace. Like, with the whole, like, metaphor that has to do with the freaking fight that he just had. And then, I like how Damien is in this, is in the Pride issue twice. As Good the, for him. As the capital I important capital F friend. Also, I do kind of want Damien and Connor to hold hands now, so I guess I gotta read Robin. I guess I gotta read from the it. Robin comic. Um, <laughs> 9 out of 10, only because I feel like... I think I am just very over um, Pride stories where it is just, like, 
like the entire framing is let me explain my orientation to you mm-hmm. it's very cute and i understand sometimes why it's necessary but also i am kind of tired of it <laughs> um but it's very good very good i gotta read robin i guess next time i go to the comic book store i'm gonna see if there are any trades out yet, because they're on issue, what, 15 now? That's enough for a trade to have come out. <laughs> that's, that's enough. Um, mm-hmm. Up at Bat has, um, oh, how is this name pronounced? Al- Alicia? Al- Alicia? I don't know if I've ever heard it pronounced, actually. I always assumed Alicia. But... Alicia, yo. Yeah. Um, I... I love that Gotham has, like, an annual trans wellness con- conference. Mm-hmm. Uh, good, good world building. Gotham's like, hell yeah, we have a whole conference. Um, I... This this one does this one does get a 10 out of 10 simply for Alicia Yo putting on a Batgirl con- uh, costume and beating up Killer Moth with a trans pride bat. I also really like this one. I liked, um, like, some of them feel, like, very kind of, like, kid-oriented, almost. I like that this had, like, a little bit more kind of, you know, emotional yeah. complexity. Uh, yeah, a lot of them are, like, here is, it. it's less, a lot of them feel less aimed at queer readers. It feels more like, yeah. let me give queer stories to straight people so that they can it like let us spoon feed the straights <laughs> with our queer content yeah. yeah um as opposed to this one which is just like hell yeah hell yeah <laughs> just she's a trans woman in <sighs> gotham she carries a bat of course she does <laughs> Give her a batgirl costume and like have Barbara be like, no, that's yours now. <laughs> you own it. <laughs> be Batgirl as well. Hell yeah. Um then then we get a world kept just for me, which is the Jackson Hyde story, and I love how soft this art style is. It's very pretty. Also, this is the first time I have seen his boyfriend Hawea. He's hot! <laughs> He's, I'm, I'm happy for him. He's got a hot boyfriend. Good job, Jackson. Good job, Jackson. Hot boyfriend. Very cute. His, I love that his siblings are like, Is that your boyfriend? Jackson's like, I mean, we have it labeled. And he's like, don't be weird. Just come have dinner. It's fine. Don't worry about it. They're gonna call you my boyfriend because they are my siblings and they love to razz me. Um, I love how he takes him to the desert. <laughs> Hello, underwater boyfriend. Let us go to New Mexico. <laughs> Let me tell you about my traumas. <laughs> <laughs> 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. Um, did I say that the Batgirl one is also 10 out of 10? Yes. Okay. Good, 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 good. Uh... Then we get The Gumshoe in Green, which, gods, I have got to read Far Sector. It has been on my shelf. Uh, I love the noir vis- mystery vibe. Yes. I feel like all noir detectives are bi. <laughs> I mean, just, true so just far. universal I love the truth. black and white. 
the black and white is good with like just the pops of green and then more color yeah. towards the end. Just yeah, very good. Um, I do wish that it didn't end with the weird plant people being oddly biphobic. Yeah. I feel I, like the story could have stood on its own without the weird biphobia. Yeah. Like it I feels think, like it feels like like um who wrote this one? Uh Teeny Howard. Yeah. It feels like Teeny Howard was like writing this cool like noir story about um just like oh yeah and then you know she gets hired by a beautiful dame to investigate her husband and then she's like following them around and then like she gets invited into their home and like (laughs) and then some editor is like and then they're biphobic right because this is the pride issue and tania is like no and they're like but she's they've gotta be They've gotta be. She can't have a nice. She can't just have a nice time with this <laughs> weird plant couple that saw her from across the bar and liked her vibe. Because it felt very like there was a story, and then they just like oops, and like slapped a sticky note over it <laughs> with like biphobia written on it. <laughs> Like, I didn't even understand, like, what the plant people were implying until she's like, oh, so you think that, like, because I'm bi, I want to have sex with everybody, and it's only my green lantern willpower that keeps me from doing it? And I'm like, who made you say this? Who gave you a script and held a gun to your head? But then I do like that she runs into the person that like she was talking about in the beginning that was very good for me Mm -hmm. it just feels like it could have been like if you just like took the biphobia bit out of there and just had the plant people like oh we started feeling like emotions again and it's rebooting our carnal desire to eat people Mm -hmm. and it's like oh shit i walked right into that one oh hey love of my life and yet, uh, so it gets it, it it only gets seven out of ten. Uh, it lost three points for weird biphobia. Um, I feel like we're going long, but I still have so many notes. Happy Pride, I mean, everybody! Uh, we can always talk about the rest next week. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Unless you would like to. <laughs> I'm just really sweaty and hungry. <laughs> <laughs> then we. I will delete. I will delete the notes so that I remember where I stopped, and then we will talk about the ret next week. Yes. Okay. Okay. All right. Thank (laughs) you. I am also very sweaty, but I think I'm also just really excited about DC Pry. Yeah. Mood. Um, Stay tuned. Uh, stay tuned for our additional takes on oh, DC Pride. This is this is very good, because it is a two-part episode. The first part yeah, being ex- Doug, exactly. the second part being Warlock, so we're just gonna talk about DC Pride on both of them. Yeah, exactly! It all works out. Um, so, uh, yes, follow us, uh, for next week, the exciting conclusion of Doug Lock. Um... Uh, you can find us on, uh, Twitter, uh, Tumblr, Instagram, uh, Facebook, 
All of those are just at capes and japes. Um, if you want to send us an email, um, I know there we we have uh, Doug Ramsey enjoyers who are listeners. So if you want to uh, share your Doug takes and opinions and fun facts or anything like that, feel free to send us an email to capesandjapes at gmail.com. Uh, we have a Discord server where you can also share your Doug opinions, among many other things. Um, more than welcome to join that. Uh, we have a Patreon. Um, we will hopefully finally be talking about uh, Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness uh, this month, this week, hopefully. Um, so feel free to subscribe to our Patreon if you want to hear that. Um, if you can't support us on Patreon, but you want to support the show, uh, leaving a rating and review is a very cool way to do that. Um, telling a friend about the show if you think they'd be interested. And just coming back and joining us, as you have done, uh, once again today. So thank you for being here for this week's episode of Capes and Japes. I have been Olivia. And I have been Briar. And, as always, soul bond with a weird space alien. <laughs> Sexy Doug Ramsey. <laughs> <laughs> Tumblr Blorbo Doug Ramsey. Uh.